Welcome to the Inside CCW Safe Podcast with founders Dan Campbell and Mike Darter. If you're forced to fight the battle for your life, CCW Safe will fight the battle for your future. Welcome back to the CCW Safe Podcast. I'm Mike Darter here in Oklahoma City. Stan Campbell. <laughs> you're looking at me like, is this my <laughs> intro? And we have Rob High with us again today. Rob High is our new, newest addition to our team. And uh, today we're going to be talking about holiday holiday tips. tips. Yeah. We put that we put this out every year as an article, but um, it's good to to go in a little bit deeper of some things to do because, especially with this holiday season, you know, I was so as the other day we were talking about so in Oklahoma City last was a couple weeks ago we had this big ice storm, trees were down everywhere, power went out citywide. Probably for I was without it for like six days. Um, I know Rob was without it more. Um, I was lucky. Yeah, he's lucky, <laughs> the lucky one. Uh, but th- somebody, a friend of mine, her brother had gone to get a generator, and generators were gone. I mean, he called a Home Depot one morning, and they had uh, most of them were out, but this one store got like fifty generators in or something like that. He gets there. Uh, he gets the last generator, mm-hmm. swipes the card, has it, taking it out to the car. I guess he had it in a cart. As he, as he was picking up, lifting mm-hmm. up into his truck, somebody ran, sucker punched oh. him from the left. Boom. He, he got to luckily keep the generator yeah. because somebody else in a truck saw it and started running over to him and the guy yeah. took off. Wow. Uh, but things like that happen, especially when we have a year like we've had with yeah. with with everything that we've had uh going on this year but also with the holidays and the holidays are just the times when you know as a police officer you know during the holidays on graveyard shift you find that uh mm-hmm. best buy or whatever that is that that uh people are going to drive into and get what they can and you set up on it and so you just have to be prepared and rob's going to talk about a lot of, about this and we're just going to get to discuss it yeah and you know like Mike said, we talk about this every year, and uh, as police officers, we um, identify the pattern, and we always see it's right after Halloween. So right after Halloween, we call it robbery season, and so it's because daylight, I mean, um, fall, fall back, the time falls back, and it gets darker faster, you know, before people get off work a lot of times, uh, depending on where you are in, in the nation, and, um, you know, you have to really pay attention and people start getting that mode of, you know, I need to buy gifts and, you know, you start losing uh, that edge that you once had. And then to add insult to injury, here we are in 2020 with everybody already having their their robbery kits on, you know, they're wearing their mask. So, and we're used to it. So you're not as uncomfortable when people approach you with a mask. Mm -hmm. So now you really, really have to pay attention to what's going on. So um, we're going to go ahead and get started. Rob, uh, you worked in the robbery unit, correct? I did, yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, talk about, you know, some of that, you know, the patterns and some of the things that go on. And, and, and let's get this kicked off on, on holiday safety tips. Well, it was just like you were talking about. Um, you get post-Halloween, and, and it's robbery season. Um, those numbers really go up. And then from Black Friday on, it really spikes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just simple little things that, that folks can be on the lookout for and just kind of be a little bit more alert, more 
more prepared, more cognizant of what's going on around them. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody wants to run out to the mall. Everyone, you know, get your list together and, and start, start grabbing stuff. Um, one of the very first things I like to, to bring up is, is, uh, if there's any way possible, let's, let's go do this stuff in the daytime. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I've got plenty of visibility. Everybody can see where I'm at. They can see what I'm doing. Um, if something is amiss, I can, I can holler for help. I can see other people that are available and that kind of thing. Um, hey guys, he's not just talking about shopping, you know, right. that's getting your gas. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, going to ATM, do as much as you can during the daytime hours and when the when the sun is up. Go ahead, Rob. Well, and ATMs are a big deal too. I mean, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, so select something that isn't necessarily the most convenient for you. You know, you may have one close to your house, but it's around the backside of a bank or something like that, mm-hmm. and nobody's going to see you from the roadway. Um, I like using a no fee ATM at. A convenience store because most of those convenience stores have really good video inside i can i can get in and get out and i don't really have to be that concerned with somebody coming up and taking my card and my my cash that i get mm-hmm. um atms are a big deal um you get into the season and and you're distracted and you've got all these other things going on in your head um and you know, if, if you're like me, I'm not a shopper. I'm a purchaser. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm going to get. I'm going into the store. I'm going to make my purchase, and I get out. Um, not everybody does that. Some people want to go in and do the whole experience and take their time and go, you know, through a whole entire mall or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so with, with those things, if it's at all possible, I like to get out and, and do these things in the daylight, um, daytime hours, get in and get out, and I'm, and I'm home before dark. Um, that's not the case with everybody. There's some of us that are working multiple jobs and you've got kids and a family and other things you got to take care of. So if you got to go at night, um, select a, a well-lit area, um, park in a, in a high traffic area where you've got lots of people coming and going. Um, if there's any way possible, leave small kids at, at home with, with family or friends because they're just a, another distraction for mm-hmm. you. Um, when, when you park, um, I know this is old stuff, uh, but I, I know of cases that, that have, that have happened, uh, whether they're robbery cases or, uh, assault cases or sex crime cases where <coughs> somebody parks and, and there's a large cargo van or something close mm. and, and they're just unaware of the dangers that are there. And all of a sudden you've got somebody that's been taken. Uh, we actually had one of those a couple of years back mm-hmm. at one of our local malls, and uh, the lady was taken and, and assaulted repeatedly. Wow. Um, hey, hey, before you move off of, of parking, um, you know, because a lot of people, and of course, that's that's the importance of, of trying to get there early and, you know, making a plan and stuff. Um, parking, you know, if you're going to be there for a while, do you, do you give an example of, trying to find parking near a light possibly so that when it does get dark do you do stuff like that i do yes um and and there's several of the places now that actually have their parking areas marked Mm -hmm. you know so you may be in in area Mm -hmm. c or b or whatever like that um another thing we can we can utilize the technology we have available to us um i know 
different car car makers have different things that you can do. I I I've got a a truck that I can hit a a deal and it and it tells me exactly where my car is located. It mm-hmm. just gives me a little map to get to it. But we could use an iPhone or something like that and drop a pin yeah. wherever you're at. That way I know exactly that I came in in this section. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to make a mental note or add a note into your phone or whatever. Um, and you have, uh, you know, I, I come into the mall from the east side of the mall, and I'm, I know that I'm going in through Dillard's. And mm-hmm. when, I, when I entered, I entered in through the men's clothing area. Yes. Um, so you have that, and it's, you don't have that panic when you're going out going, oh, my gosh, where did I leave my car? Yeah, that way you don't have to search for it. Correct. Mm. Yeah, I'm just going from point A to point B, and I'm in and out. Mm. So one thing you had said earlier, Rob, you said this is uh, old news or old stuff, and which is true to us, but there's a lot of people out there who this is brand new to. And one thing I wanted to I'm, – I'm thinking right now of my daughters. Mm-hmm. I have daughters um, – that are ones 18 or 19 now and 17. And, you know, they've never heard anything like this. So one of the things, you know, if you have, if you have kids in college um, or even high school, try to have them listen to this because this is great stuff for them. And we all, I mean, we think about that all the time, but, ah, well, everybody knows this, but uh, just wanted to throw that in because I'm, as you're talking about this, I'm like, man, this is something that Ash and Omni dear. Yes. Right. You know, and Asa is, as she gets older, so. Correct. And then, you know, it's a really big difference between, you know, the type of thief that is just trying to um, pickpocket you or, you know, grab something out of your cart when you're not looking, you know, doing different things like that, and someone who is willing to knock you down, take your purse, pull a weapon on you, and ask for your money or your wallet or whatever you have. And um, these are the type of people we're talking about. You know, this season can, brings out those predators. Mm-hmm. And as concealed carriers, you really have to, you know, pay attention to you know, everything. You know, Mike often talks about preparing. And that's really step one is from the house, knowing what you're going to do, having a plan, knowing exactly where you're going, being familiar with the places that you go to. And, you know, from there... You know, you, it, it just kind of unfolds and you start thinking about, okay, well, what's the next move? Mm-hmm. You know, what's, what's the next part of my plan? Uh, even when, and I, and I like to always remind you guys, stuff in your hand, because as policemen, we never kept anything in our, our gun hand. So as concealed carriers, you have to do the exact same thing. So when you think about, you know, you got two bags, well, you're going to have to hold two bags in one hand. So your shopping, it's important to have a plan for your shopping as well, so you don't have too much to take with you. Um, Carrying, you know, knowing where your, your firearm is, uh, already being practiced. Even sometimes you need to practice with something in your hand, dropping it, and then going for mm-hmm. your, your firearm. Uh, these are all the things that you need to do in preparation for robbery season. And that's a lot of times when things, you know, when things happen and you have two bags and then you get to your car and then you have to get your keys mm-hmm. and you switch hands and you're getting to – so you have all these motor skills you're concentrating on. And those are the times if something happens when mm-hmm. you're going to get caught. Yeah, because, you know, it's <clears> – think about, think about it as and, – and predators use this to their advantage, you know, an ambush of the mind. You know, same concept of when, you know, we used to see in the 70s, of course, but they still, you know, they used to do it, you know, when they would 
aggressively run into a bank, bam, you know, everybody, you know, all of that to create chaos. It's the same thing when mm-hmm. someone's doing it, you know, like we'll take it down to a smaller scale and what you'll see most often, the aggressive panhandlers, you know, they come up on you and they, they, they startle you. They catch you from the blind side. Um, they startle you and they're, hey, you know, no, you know, and, you know, and you get, you're like, whoa, and you have to process every time, and especially when someone's in, you know, doesn't have a weapon and they're moving forward on you, you have to continue to process, is this a threat, is this a threat? Well, you, you can't mess yourself up because with the mental ambush, you have to be aware of your surroundings. You have to be aware of what's, I mean, what's in your hand. Already before you walk out of the door of the store, have your keys ready, have all that you know, bag without. You can drop your keys real quick and grab your gun. So all of these are the things that you have to think about during this time when you're shopping because we get lost in the joy of it. So um, just be mindful. Well, and, and on that same topic, yeah, it, it's going going back with the, if, if I can eliminate those distractions mm-hmm. and be observant, especially from the parking lot to the store and from the store back to the parking lot. Not that I don't have to be observant when I'm inside as well. Correct. But those are the times I really need to be on high alert. Um, I want to I want to touch base just on the fact that, I, you know, I'm talking about leaving small kids at home with a family member if I can do that uh, because of that additional huge responsibility and distraction. Mm-hmm. Um, but it goes it goes to to the same with. There, we've got safety in numbers. So if mm-hmm. I've got if I've got friends or family that that got errands they need to run as well, that we can all go together, and and that just makes it that much more safe for everybody involved. Yes. Um, you get uh to to an area that you've you've found your parking space. You get in. Um, that's the time to. To put everything away, it's not time to be on your phone texting or, mm-hmm. you know, if you need to make a call and let somebody know you've arrived, do it once you're inside. Yes. Um, but if you've got a partner with you or, or a family member or somebody, uh, you can just go ahead and, and be, you know, you've got two sets of eyes versus one. You, you see more things and, and you can communicate and, and be alert to those things. Absolutely. And then, you know, in speaking of that, and we, we were talking about people for a second. You know, being aware of your surroundings, you know, we are all conditioned now. We haven't been for the past eight months on people walking up to you, walking past you with masks. Well, now this this is the time where you have to use um, some of your extra um, thought process, you know, um, skills in reference to identifying people. So when people start walking by you, you know, just start playing in the mind. If you're not on the phone and stuff like that, you just say, hey, oh, this guy's got... Blue jeans on, he's about six foot tall, blah, blah. Like, we did that as cops all the time, you know. We just kind of, you know, we, we aren't shirt, blah, blah. So that when the person leaves, because once an attack comes, you're going to lose a lot of that. Right. Mm-hmm. So as people are walking past you, you know, just people watch as you're, you're engaging, you know, in your everyday life, you know, as people are going by you. Because you already know they have a mask, you can't see their face. But you still might be able to look at their eyes and make sure you look people in the eyes. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's really important. That's a big deal. Yeah. Exactly like that. Um, uh, these predators are really good at, at reading body language. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden, like you were you were talking about, you've got a mask on now. You're, you've hidden a little bit. So I need you to be that much more confident. Look somebody right in the eye. 
address them. Hey, good afternoon. How are you doing? Yeah. And just keep keep on your way. Mm-hmm. Um, because that confidence is something that, that kind of sets them back as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike, t- tell us about that study, you know, a couple of years back that – Yeah. It's a couple of years, 20 years. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to date you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we, back when I was still with Oklahoma City Police, we had the opportunity to interview um, convicted sex offenders on what they look for in victims. And at the time we were doing programs for, I think we did some for a couple of hospitals on, you know, self-defense and more more about situational awareness and uh, intuition too, which is what I was going to mention about what you guys were talking about, looking people in the eye. But this study, we, we actually directly um, had the ability to communicate with about 50 uh, registered sex offenders who were convicted, who were in serving time and they were going through a, a program, a um, counseling program and out of that, we asked them several questions, and the, the, the most important one that I, that I got was, and a lot of times, you know, they were, were asking them how do they, how do they make contact with uh, their victims, what do they look for in their victims, um, and they would always try to build confidence, whether, hey, do you know what time it is, hey, do you got this, or do you, do you, want, you know, do you know uh, where so-and-so is, or this location, and they get get you to where they try to build an instant confidence and mm-hmm. connection. But the most important thing was we asked them at what point would you disengage an attack? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we asked if the person fought, started to fight back, mm-hmm. fight back. Mm-hmm. And I think all but one said the minute that there was any resistance or fight back, they would disengage and go, and leave because there's always an easy victim somewhere else and they don't want to go back to prison. Uh, only one said that if they fought back, he would fight harder. Yes. Um, so that was pretty important. And talking about intuition, you're talking about looking people in the eyes and with these masks. And Rob, I'd like to ask you this because I know this is, I know this has come up before you hear it all the time about victims. A lot of victims knew before the attack right something was wrong but they disregarded that whether mm-hmm. they didn't want to offend somebody or they didn't want to you know cause any or they didn't want to you know uh, blame somebody for something and then be you know called out themselves uh, did you see that in robbery absolutely and did you talk to victims about yes. that and, yeah. pe- and people said that can you talk a little bit about um, that i i've even seen it with police officers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah um guys that have been involved in shootings that they didn't want to say anything to their partners. They didn't, they didn't bring something up because they didn't want you to think that, and he's afraid. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody's afraid at times yeah. uh, that, that gift of fear keeps you alive. That's Amen. a, that's a really big thing. Um, you know, we have this thing built into us that I don't, I don't care if it's something that makes the hair on the back of your neck stand yeah. up or whatever it is that, that causes that trigger in you. Um, I just think it's really, really important that everybody out there pay attention to that. You're hearing that voice for a reason. Mm-hmm. There's a good book too on the gift of fear. Gavin DeGraw, DeBecker, 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 Becker, yeah, yeah. 
DeGrasse is an awesome singer. Yes. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, there's a great book. And, and if you're listening to this and want to say, hey, you know what, I'd like to learn more about this, or I'd like to get somebody something for somebody this Christmas that might be able to help them in Again, I'm thinking about my daughter in college. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This would be a great book yeah, to look is. into. It's a, it's an easy read, and it's got a, a lot of great information. And it's just exactly on that. We have these instincts built into us, this intuition. And for whatever reason, because I don't want somebody to think I'm scared or whatever, we kind of push those down. That's right. I, I say listen to them and, and, and be safe. And is are the eyes a... Um, I don't know if this is correct, but I would assume it is. I would think that the eyes are a great indicator of they, they are um, your intuition. And but it's the same thing that I can relay back to the other person involved in this. I can have somebody that that I I pick up on, and it's like, okay, this guy's going to be aggressive. This guy's mm-hmm. a, a possible threat. And I've flipped the script on him, and that's why I want to be the one to engage him. Because mm-hmm. um, all of a sudden they see that confidence, and all, the, and especially for daughters and mothers and spouses and, and things like that out there, I, I want them to have that understanding. Don't don't be submissive. Don't don't look down in a yeah, way. Correct. You got to look look right yep. at him and 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 engage him. You don't have to s- sit there and have a conversation, but mm-hmm. let them know that I see you. Yeah, and, and what Rob's talking about when he says engage, so you guys don't get confused on that, he's talking about verbally and with your nonverbal as well, talking yes. about your eyes mm-hmm. to his. Um, you know, you can see a lot, you know, people will tell you what they're going to do, even if someone's come, coming up and talking regular, mm-hmm. and they're looking around while they're talking to you, you know, hey, you got yeah. the time, and, you know, they're, they're looking to see if anybody else is watching. You need to be getting ready for something about to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I call that the friendly stranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. They're, they're coming up, I don't know them, and they're being maybe even a little too friendly, and that's a flag. Yeah. Yeah. You know, last week I was at, at Penn Square, mm-hmm. and I would made an order at Pottery Barn, went in and picked it up, and as I was walking out, this guy was kind of, he wasn't like, didn't look like he was leaving the mall, but he, you know, walked over, I think, kind of to a phone, and I kind of had my eye on him because there's not very many people at the mall. Yeah. Like, there's hardly anybody, especially in that one little area that, uh, north side of that entrance mm-hmm. so as i walk out <clears throat> he walks out behind me and i walk out and i tr- i start kind of diagonally heading across and he's like oh well you didn't give me anything and i t- kind of laughed i said hi i kind of turned and looked at him and i started walking and i turned around and looked at him again mm-hmm. because it was that exact thing it was that it just was a uncomfortable feeling yeah you know and uh it's like they're, you know, somebody trying to be friendly and, and approach it. And it was just, it, it got, you know, a weird feeling. And I turned and looked at him, mm-hmm. you know, right before. And just that eye contact and I think that confidence. And, you know, I don't know if anything, I don't know. He may have just been being friendly. I don't know. You never know. But you can't ever take that for granted. And just simple eye contact of keeping your eyes on somebody, you know, I think that's, and that's that was exactly your term there. Mm-hmm. That reminded me of that big time. Right. Yeah. You know, like for me, like I and of course, I can go from uh, teddy bear to grizzly real quick. But I um I'm, I get real mean when unknown people <laughs> walk up on me, and and I and I I don't have a problem with it. And yeah. you know, just like you know, I mean, if somebody that is I, if you don't know me and you're walking toward me before you even utter a word, I say we don't want any. 
and it, and it confuses them. But I'm really serious. I said, we don't want any. I, I let them know immediately that you have not walked up on a victim, sir. So turn around. Go find somebody else. And sometimes you got to tell them that. And, you know, they'll, they'll know, but you, you give them that eye, you give them, you know, that verbiage, and just say, don't come a step closer. That is a great um, example, too, of what um, Andrew Brinka is talking about, of removing that ambiguity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's talked about that before, and we've talked about that before. And if you haven't heard of that, he talks about removing the ambiguity of a situation because, again, a lot of people, they don't want to offend anybody. They don't want to, you know, cause call the police because uh, it's, it's really nothing. And then it becomes something. But if you remove that ambiguity of somebody walking to you, say, stop, we don't want any, whatever, and they continue, mm-hmm. then at that point, you know you've already removed that. You've given them a command not to come any closer they come. That's when you really need to start paying attention and trying to get barriers, trying to get into a vehicle or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love that, that he uh, has talked about that in the past, and that's a perfect example of that. Yes, sir. Let's go into um, uh, you did safety in numbers. Um, real quick on, on convenience stores, because right. p- people get lost so quick. Can, can you, convenience stores and gas stations, because we talk about you know, aggressive panhandling. Because you're going to run into that a lot. So kind of talk about that, you know, the setup of parking, paying attention to what's going on inside and stuff. A, a lot of these places um, <clears throat> have a lot of signage in the window. Um, so I, as, I, as I pull up, I can't necessarily see everything that's going on on the inside. So mm-hmm. I want to be really cautious as I make entrance. Um, and it's almost, as an officer, you know, I, I, when I come in, I kind of pie an area and, and get, a, get the scope of the area as, as I'm coming through and seeing things. That's what you mean by pie, right, for yes, the audience? Yes, yes. Um, and I just want to take it, just take this wedge out and, mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. and just clear it and make sure everything's good. And, and, I, and I start, if I have the ability to, with the, the cash register, with the check stand mm-hmm. area. Um, if there's no threat there, then I go ahead and move, move my way through the store. Um, but it can be the same thing at the gas pump, just like it would be at an ATM. Um, I want to make sure that I'm paying attention to my surroundings. I'm paying attention to the guy that pulls up on the other side of the pump next to me. Um, there's just all kinds of things that, that are potential hazards. Mm -hmm. They're, they're not probable, but the potential is Mm -hmm. there. Um, it's, it's just the ability to, to kind of slow yourself down a little bit and familiarize yourself with with those surroundings and your situational awareness goes up. Yes, and he's absolutely right, and and that's where I want him to hit, is that everyone's in the bad habit of driving in, you see open spot, pull in, you jump out and you walk in, and, or just go to the pumps, and you're not seeing, you know, who's hanging out by the ice machine, who's hanging out by the door, you know, the people that, why are you hanging out at the convenience store? <laughs> There's no one that does that. Right. So you have to really watch people who are just chilling at the convenience store. Right. So when you pull in, you, you, you scan immediately, just like Rob said, if, he's going to, if it's the gas pumps, if you go into park, you scan. I always scan. I, I just slow and I stop. I don't care if somebody's coming in behind me. I slow, I stop, and I look and I scan the entire parking lot. Then I scan inside because I want to make sure there's not somebody at the cash register doing this. Because yeah, the worst thing it. that you want to do is yeah. be caught off guard walking into a, a store where somebody's robbing it and you're not ready and prepared 
and you, you're on your phone or whatever, and they're coming out and you're going in, that's a terrible feeling. Right. So you don't want to have that. So it's, 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 I, I would say break it down to three pauses. Pull in, pause, see who's at the gas pump, see who's at the ice machine, who's outside the door chilling. Next one is when you pull into the parking lot, pause. Look at your mirrors. Make sure nobody's coming up on your cars. Scan again those same people. Make sure that the people that you saw where they were, make sure they're there. Third one, get out the car before you walk into the door. Pause. You look at the, the make sure that the, you know, the person that's helping people doesn't have his hands up. Nobody, you know, has got something over their head, you know, pointing anything. And then you walk in. So you do a three-pause thing when you walk up, when you drive in. Right. I mean, that's really what I do. Pat McNamara had a great. He used to talk about that. I think like a 525 scan or whatever. Mm -hmm. And even at like Target or grocery stores, you know, just pulling into your space, pausing, scanning right, scanning mm -hmm. to the left behind you and seeing how many people you can find that are watching you. That's They're right. looking at you. So, yeah. That's, that, that's a great tactic. And just I taking love that. that time, like you said, just a short pause mm -hmm. is big. And, you know, it might not be a threat against you. You know, you might walk in on a fight. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there have been two fights in the last six months in Penn Square Mall that turned into shootings. Right. You know, and you walk in, you don't know what's going on. And it may not be a threat directly against you, but if bullets are flying, that can be a threat directly <laughs> against you, yeah. even if it's not aimed towards you. So, Absolutely. Um, let's touch on the, on the don'ts, uh, things that we absolutely have control over. We mm -hmm. can... We can eliminate these things as we come in we already talked about it as as you come into your parking lot you get everything set up you're getting ready to to make your exit from the car you you survey your surroundings you get out you're making your way to your entrance um don't be on your phone don't get distracted with text or a phone call or anything else uh stay alert stay mm -hmm. focused and move from point a to point b <clears throat> um the other other little things hey, hey, go ahead one and also you know, we did as cops all the time, really about half a block before we got to a call. But for you guys, before you enter a parking lot, ATM, whatever, 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 convenience store, undo your seatbelt as you are yep. pulling in. That's one less thing you have to worry about. That's one less distraction because Rob talked about distractions. One less distraction. You know, because people kind of tend to look down to do things like that. And um, that way it's already off because if somebody, you know, comes inside the car while you're getting, I mean, just, that's one less thing you can do when you look away. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, little basic things. Um, as, as we're going in and then the three of us are pulling into the mall and we're getting ready to get out, um, don't leave your valuables inside the, the passenger compartment where people can see them. You're, you're just you're just inviting somebody to smash your window and take your stuff. Yeah. Hey, so, let me add one more to that because I hate it when I have any type of female, my mom, my sister, anyone with me, daughter, ladies. <laughs> Do not park and then pop your trunk and put your purse up. If you're going to do it and you want your purse, and, and, the, and the purse is better in the trunk than it is underneath, but if you're going to do that, plan a stop a, a block away and then <clears throat> do that and then drive to your location. That way no one sees you put your purse in there because that's where you get to smash and grabs and they'll, they'll you know, mess with around with your, your trunk and such. I was going to go to the don't carry your big purse with you. <laughs> go no no that's so, still I'm, so, that's even a little purse but go with don't so, carry your big purse. So yeah, let's let let's let's go ahead and handle that ahead of time. So uh I'm going from the car to the to my venue to wherever I'm shopping. Mm -hmm. Um that's just something else you don't have to be 
concern with somebody coming up and doing a purse snatching or something like that. Um, keep your wallet or even better yet, just keep your credit cards, debit cards, and ID in your front pocket. That way I'm not worried about somebody pick, picking my back pockets as I'm going through and shopping. I'm not worried about somebody coming and purse snatching something from me. Um, everything yeah, is last right there. year. Mike and I discussed, you know, carrying the, the two wallets because I do that often, and yes. that, that's also a good idea as well. I keep all my um, subway cards and all this other stuff and a little bit of cash in one wallet, right? And I keep all my main credit cards and stuff in a secondary wallet because somebody gets to jump on you and they pull out a gun and they say, Give me a wallet, I'm going to give them that one, yeah. And then a lot of times that way they can get that distraction or that that decoy wallet then you can engage with your firearm because you can't do both at once right go ahead you got anything michael on that one i was just gonna say make sure you know which pocket the right one's in yeah yeah <laughs> oh wait a minute all, Hold always, on, here's the always keep no that's good but 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 keep that i mean and be mindful yeah. your good one's on your gun side your decoy wallet's on your left side because that way you already know you're not going to grab nothing with your gun hand so that's your decoy but that is a good point well, along those same lines uh, with the don'ts is, is don't carry a large sum of cash. Mm -hmm. um, if you can make all your purchases on a debit or credit card, let's go ahead and do that. Um, I don't want to pull out a big stack of bills and all of a sudden have somebody that really wasn't interested in, in making me a victim today. And all of a sudden mm -hmm. they see what I've got and, and I get followed out to the parking lot when it's time to go. So we used to do, we used to do that in impact. Bill Patton and I would walk around Penn Square Mall like... <laughs> counting our money when it's an impact saying like god will somebody please, please come, rob me. <laughs> come jump us but yeah. jump it would us. never happen um, imagine that you know we, and we don't got to stay on on the negatives uh, we, mm -hmm. we got several several positives several do's that we can take care of as well um as as we're going through especially if i'm i you know, i'm i'm the i'm the guy that i said i'm a purchaser but i'm going to purchase and i'm going to make one trip if i can make it so I may have six stores that I'm going to visit. Um, and as you're going through and doing your things, go ahead and consolidate your bags. Put your smaller bags inside your larger bags. Keep everything reduced down as much as you possibly can. And if it gets to be too much to carry, make an additional trip out to the car and, and secure that stuff in your, in your trunk. Mm -hmm. um, don't get so bogged down that you are, are just an obvious victim trying to get out to the parking lot. True. <clears throat> um, Again, like I touched on, uh, put those purchases in, in the trunk. Um, you guys touched on it a little bit earlier. As I'm going through the parking lot, I want to go ahead and have my keys ready. Mm -hmm. um, they're available, so I, I just go straight from point A to point B. Again, I'm not on my phone. I'm not distracted that way. I'm looking for my, my surroundings. I, I know that I've marked it in my, in my phone that I'm going from point A to point B before I ever leave the building. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Put the phone away, get my keys ready, make my way out to the car. I, I go first to the trunk, secure my stuff in the trunk, um, get in the vehicle, lock the door, start your car and go. There's no sense to, to stick around and, and make a call or anything. You can, you can do that when you get down the road. Absolutely. You know, I, I think about, um, I, of course, you, you have the, um, the garage doors now that kind of text you now uh, when, when they're left open. Uh, but, you know, Mike's, you got caught a couple of times when somebody got a bike from you and some other things. like mm -hmm. or, And a guy walked into your garage. Yeah, walked into my garage <laughs> so, one night. So, you know, like even we, we, we get distracted sometime in life 
and we forget certain things or even when the thing, you know, I've had it where my, uh, my neighbor calls me and says, hey, your garage door is open because I did get the text, but I didn't have my phone on me at the time, so mm-hmm. I didn't catch it. But keep your, your garage doors down. Um, you know, if you're working out there, once you go back in the house, make sure you shut it. Um, if you're shopping, when you return from home, return home, do the three-pause situation again. Yep. Pause before you pull into your driveway. Make sure everything around you, nobody's hanging around your house you don't know. Um, when, you, when you open up your garage, when you pull in, look again, check your, 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 your mirrors, you know, before you stick it in park, you know, because if somebody comes up on your car, you might have the opportunity to put it in reverse real quick and get out of there. Uh, but, but pay attention to everything around you and then, and then pause again, you know, before you get out. And the same thing like we talked about when you're entering a parking lot, before you go home, take that, that seatbelt off so that's one less distraction that you have. So get into the habit of doing the, the pause thing that we're talking about uh, because it really is important to save you. Yeah, I agree. Um, and and I've, I worked a case exactly like that. There, a guy was a business owner. He didn't do his bank deposits till the following morning, so mm. he would take everything home with him, pulls, pulls in his garage, and as he's getting out, some knucklehead comes around the corner and out of the darkness mm-hmm. and is pointing a gun at him, and, and the guy gets robbed in his own garage. I mean, he got a whole day's worth of profits from, from his business, and, yeah. and he gets stick. You know, the kid follows him home and sticks him up at home. Mm. Um, one of the one of the other little deals, um, really really simple. Uh, we don't always think about it, but uh, especially in this day and age, there's so many more folks that are doing online shopping. Yes. Um, as as you're going through that stuff, before you enter your purchase information, your credit card stuff, and that stuff, make sure that the site that you're shopping with is is using an encrypted. Uh, secure page for mm-hmm. for the payment um i don't want to leave anything out there floating around so all of a sudden i'm getting my card what does that look like so that they know <clears throat> like uh, usually a green mm-hmm. lock or yes. in the address bar there'll be a some kind of little icon mm-hmm. marking another thing in which I've, I've gotten this quite a bit lately and i'm sure a lot of people have be careful on text I've been getting a lot of texts, hey, get your, you know, 70% off or you've got a free gift waiting for you at this. And a lot of people will just tap that, not thinking about it. And if they're not, if it's not a number you you know or it doesn't have the business in there that you have, even if it does have the business, I wouldn't wouldn't tap it because that opens you up to, you know, with your phones or online. Mm -hmm. Right. you know, taking you to a malicious site. So. Um, another thing is post holidays. Um, you have everybody at the house. Um, all the gifts have been exchanged. All the boxes are open. Um, cut your boxes up. That's take, right. Take your stuff and and. Don't let them know and, what you got. Yeah, don't, unless don't, you have don't small kids because they're going to play with the boxes more than anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if, if, if you have a big screen TV, don't just cut it up and, and throw it away yeah. in the big bag. Yeah, don't, because you, don't you, advertise. you don't want you don't want don't advertise what, yeah. what you just got for Christmas because somebody's a little bit hungrier than you will have what you have. Sure. Yeah, we just don't want that. That's awesome. Um, let me see what was the other last thing. Uh, communication with your your family. I mean, if you're out shopping oh, yeah. in the mall. Um, treat it like any other big event. So think about the mall like a, a huge, you know, event or, you know, 
Disney World, all that place where you, you, I, I used to like taking quick pics of my, my children so I know what they're wearing and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Right. I have, a, ra- have a rally point. Yep. Like rally points are really important. Say, okay, when we're going in here, but at this time I need you guys to meet me here because you've got active shooter possibilities. It doesn't happen too often, but if it happens, everyone needs to know where to meet. Correct. So you have to think about that. Um, this is kind of a little bit extra, but it's still when you go, you're having, you know, you're eating in a restaurant, see if they'll sit you by a secondary exit, mm-hmm. or at least make sure your, your family knows where the exits are when you sit down. Those are important. I agree. Um, little quick note, because I, I know we discussed avoiding taking small children if you, if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's going to be folks out there that can't. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, in that event, um, you really need to work with training your kids up on how to, how to contact people in a store for help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, if they're, and if they're too small to, to have the memory and understanding on, on how to give all the information, um, you can just um, pin mm-hmm. like your information inside their pocket, and if you get lost, take this out and give this to this mm-hmm. to that person. And, I like that. Yeah, and that way, you, you've got a, a cell phone contact or something like that, and, and maybe you can get a phone call that way. Yeah, it's really good. You might have to do that to me before too long. Here, Hi, my name is Mike. Please call Stan. <laughs> Please call Stan. There's a couple other things I'd like to get in right quick before we sign off because we're going to have to get off here in a minute. But we, we in the past, we had done articles about thinking like a cop. Mm-hmm. And a couple of the things that, that have come up, um, and you kind of hit it um, earlier, but restaurants always try to never sit with your back to the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also I thought earlier about when you're, coming to a location whether it's a shopping mall or something always have in mind where you're at because Mm -hmm. if something happens uh the first thing you have to if you have to get on 911 the first thing they're going to say is where are you at Mm -hmm. what's your location and that's something that we all take for granted and then you just sit there and you're like i don't know i don't you know just this critical whatever stress has just happened and you're and you're not going to remember so as you go get closer and closer just look at a stoplight just look at the street signs so you can adequately tell somebody where you're at if you need it. My last um, tip before we close out also is um, we always talk about us being just conditioned. But you're conditioned now with these sounds and these alerts and stuff when you get texts and emails to immediately look in, at, at your, your phones. But uh, you need to train yourself during robbery season specifically that <laughs> when, when you get it, when you hit an alert, the first thing you do is you look around. You look around, see who's around you, and then you look at your phone. Yeah, like because that, that way it, yep. it, you, you don't get so locked into what's happening, get tunnel vision, and make yourself a victim. Yep. It was good. Well, yeah. That's good stuff. Great podcast. You got anything, Justin? Uh, just the one thing that I see everywhere all the time is stay out of your phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are zombies with that phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you do that, I think that ups your chances tremendously just oh, yeah. that one thing you know people are watching i mean these these predators they're going to be watching mm-hmm. you know i thought i was thinking about that earlier when you're talking about they're going to notice if you're i mean they're going to keep an eye on on you if you're mm-hmm. not watching them they're going to be watching you so 
um, yeah, they're definitely going to notice if you're on your phone. And that's I agree. I agree. I think that's probably one of the biggest problems we have right now. So, well, maybe not the biggest, but a big problem <laughs> it's a during big robbery problem. season. That's it's right. a distraction for sure. Yeah. Well, Rob, thanks for coming on, man. Thank great to have you. Me. Stan, great to see you. Always good to we see you. We should be in our new podcast studio. We have a new podcast studio that is coming up. So we should be in that hopefully in the next couple weeks probably. Uh, get that up and running. Justin, thanks for putting this together. And you hey, guys, also, yeah. before you say be safe, um, uh, Rob has a couple of uh, video series coming out soon uh, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for Christmas. Pretty much talk about the same thing, but he kind of breaks it down video. Um, and it's a little bit different format, and it'll be shareable. So also share this also, you know, with your friends and family, Definitely. even if they're not concealed carriers, because it's important information. And follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, because a lot of these videos are going to be going out there and that's shareable. It's easy. You can share it to your close family, people you love, and make sure they're safe this holiday season. So you guys be safe. Take care. All right. Stay safe.